So that was great out to you about all the about everything about balance and how y'all make it a priority, like with your kids and with God and the church, and y'all base those two things around everything else in you guys' life. And like, so like kids aside, like what about you guys? Like, what are some things like you two like prioritize? You know, of course Christ. You know, but in like y'all marriage. Like for us young guys, especially Willie over here about to be married in a month. A month. Yeah. So just things that like we can take away and has, like young adults we can like use when it's our turn. You me go first? <laughs> All right. These are young males asking you. Young males asking me. Yes. Oh man. Do I feel qualified to answer this question? And yes. my first thing was B. Yes. You are qualified, honey. Be ready, gentlemen, <laughs> to deny yourself. Yes. To pick up that cross. It's true that you have to really, literally, love your wife like Christ loves the church. And that literally means at some points, like, dying in certain countries. Not physically dying, but maybe mentally dying. We talked about this in the car on the way down here. Hmm? Pride. Pride. All that stuff, man. You got to really, like, let that stuff go. Um, and and if you truly have unconditional love, then it becomes easier to do, right? So how do we do that, right? So I I pray. I know I pray in my prayer closet at times by myself. Sometimes we come together and we pray, especially when things need to, you know, um, lots going on. We come together and we pray as well. And I know my wife prays in her closet by herself sometimes, right? And for me and for each other, for the family. Mm -hmm. And then we come together as a whole family and we pray at times, so. That's great. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah, I would say definitely people say this, but really communicate. Like you wanna marry someone that you're able to say whatever to, mm-hmm. right? And we always say, even with our children, no secrets. So I just take ultimate consideration for him. Like I remember coming here and he was already established at this church. And I know how I am. Like I grew up with a lot of like friends and like female and male. So like I love sports. And so just out of consideration, I was like, hey, are you okay if I like I can joke around? And it it to me that's normal. Mm-hmm. But I just I take great considerations for like my husband, right? So if that's even if it's okay, you know, if he said, Hey, I have a problem with that, then I'd take that consideration, which he didn't by the way but i just think communicating like you want to be with someone that you can talk and i told him like a teammate like as a as a track athlete in the past those are people you spend your time with they see you struggle they see you sweat snot like all that stuff like why wouldn't you want to be that vulnerable with the person you're gonna spend the rest of your life with like Mm -hmm. for me that's very important Mm -hmm. like i don't i'm not here to play games Mm -hmm. and i don't have this like i need you like i he and he does you know, whether my hair is straight or curly or whatever it is, you know, he just, he makes, <laughs> it's it's a lot that I feel safe, like who he is, wherever, wherever he is, whether we're together or not. So he gives that to me and I often say thanks for that because I know a lot of people don't have that. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel, I feel safe and I feel, I trust the person that he is. Mm-hmm. That goes a long way. Yeah. So that means you have to talk to or answer, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you, we, well, have, we have to cater to one another and as well be open. Yeah, and I'll say vulnerable. Vulnerable. 
you know, sometimes as men, it's hard to be vulnerable, right? Mm-hmm. You don't want to let all your emotions out. You want to seem soft. You, you know, you don't want to express yourself. But I know um, for me, I'll be honest with you, it was very difficult to be open. This is not my personality. Mm-hmm. My personality is not to be open and sharing, right? I have a lot of thoughts in my head, and that's just where I stay. But that's not good when you're in a marriage, right? Especially when you're trying to be best friends. Right, you want to share with one another what you're thinking and thought because she wants to know how your wife wants to know how you're thinking and you want to know how she's thinking. But if you're not, if I'm not sharing, then it's not not working, and that puts some separation in there, Mm -hmm. right? And it's not good. So, um, being open and honest and being vulnerable, and that might look different for everybody, right? But for me, it's just really letting out my emotions. I've never been the one that just kind of let my emotions out and never talk, but definitely in marriage, you got to look at like, hey, this. You know, I, it's a confidant, mm-hmm. someone you can confide in, right? Not his back, straight up, right? And that's <laughs> and that's and that's how you should look at your wife, right? And that's how you know, wife should look at you. Y'all should be like tight, yeah. Like to me, it's just, I don't understand. Like I love, I love being around my wife. Mm-hmm. Like literally, if it's her and I going somewhere, I'm straight, mm-hmm. cool. Pandemic, I'm straight. Yeah. I got my wife, we good. Yeah. And four kids, we all, I'm happy. Mm-hmm. This is because we tight. I mean, I don't need a bunch of friends. I just because I have my wife, <laughs> right? That's literally how I feel. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, when you have that type of connection like that, you know, that's I think your, your marriage is gonna your marriage is gonna be great. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And I, and I do may I sometimes need tea with the ladies because yeah. <laughs> because with all the there children moments, and everything yes. else. <laughs> there are moments when you gotta you know have tea with the ladies, you yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. Watch, a, watch a game with the fellas, you know, or you whatever it may be. But I love watching sports for a lot of times. So. <laughs> time I'll be honest with you, a lot of times I don't go to some of the events because I'm like, well, my wife likes to watch sports too, so I'm cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That so. makes so much sense. Yeah. <laughs> I love sports. Yes. But I appreciate you sharing that because I remember when Kiara and I went over to you guys' house, that was one of the biggest things like that stood out to me was how you say like you're very open with her. Cause like I express that I'm not a very open person either. Yes, I like I like to laugh, like to talk, like to joke. But like I would know more about somebody else than they wouldn't actually know about me. Mm-hmm. That's because I don't like really show, I don't really show too much emotion. Like if I'm having a bad day, you wouldn't know unless I wanted you to know. So like after like really having that conversation with you guys, it helped me in my relationship with Kiara because I you can ask her. She told me I became a better communicator with her after that because I actually talk about how I feel and what I'm thinking. Because before she asked, I'm like, eh, no, I'm just chilling. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, I'm like crying on the inside. And it's like weighing on me so much that like I just be sitting there and I just be like, don't feel like being bothered. Don't be, mm-hmm. don't want to talk to nobody. And she would just know like what's wrong. And I actually tell her and like shortly after, I'm like my normal self all over again. Mm-hmm. So like, Praise God. the mm-hmm. fact that you, you know, came out and said that like was really uplifting and encouraging to me and it has really blessed me since that day Amen. glory be to god yes Amen. Glory be to god. and then what you said about thoughts like i didn't think about it like that when y'all well you know what she's thinking she know what you're thinking that really is like one that's like unity because y'all y'all sharing the same way i didn't think about that mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i definitely try to do that in the future yeah, come on, man. It's just, it's a beautiful thing. I, I mean, I love marriage. Mm-hmm. Marriage is beautiful. When you marry the right person, it is a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. And I would just say, this, and I think I told you guys before, but definitely premarital counseling is key. Yes. 
before any decision is made to put the engagement ring on. Yes. Key. And be open. And you heard Pastor Doran say it. Pastor Sean say it. Pastor Roy said it, right? It's so key. And really, like, look at, like, okay, I think I really want to be with you the rest of my life. Mm. And you already made that decision. And I know you're, you're But, you know, Daniel, right? So if you, I really want to be with this person the rest of my life. So my deal was, like, we only dated for nine months. No, you, <laughs> I mean, we were engaged for nine months. We dated for 10 months, but we were in different states. Yeah. yeah. We knew but I knew, <laughs> but I knew, <laughs> I knew she was going to be doing something. Well, I'm going to keep on dating. I don't need to date in no five years. Mm-hmm. Figure this out. So we, so we, you know, I'll you give you a better have, advice than did myself. I did get engaged because, you know, she was far away. I had to make sure, but. But we got, we got premarital counseling. <laughs> Right, and I believed in it. You did. And to get key questions, and you know, if the pastor that was giving a premarital counsel told me that we weren't ready for me, you know, we shouldn't have married. That I'll, I've been hurt, mm-hmm. but I probably would have took keys and did it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would have been okay with that because I'm yeah. all about like I got a creative, so I'm very logical. So I'm like, okay, that would have been okay. Yeah, because mm-hmm. we we didn't make any plans for what to we we got that out the way. Mm-hmm. So. um but I definitely believe in that. And then not only do I believe in premarital counseling, but my heart has changed altogether about counseling. And it's okay to go have counseling when you guys can't agree on something. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be anything big. Don't be anything big. Because we, we don't let rock, you know, a small pebble in your shoe is uncomfortable. So if we need to talk to somebody about a small mm-hmm. pebble, we talk about a small pebble. Mm-hmm. We're not waiting for that to get big. And it could be very, it could be something small. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it could be you no, gonna move his shoes yes. and it's causing an issue. <laughs> that didn't happen. Yeah. Well, I was yeah, I mean, the people I know, you know, elders, um, getting married, they go to counseling. There's no, there's nothing wrong with that. There's no shame in that. It's actually a beautiful thing, right? Because if you, if you, if you got a cut and you don't treat it and you keep it covered, it's just gonna fester and gonna get infected. It's gonna get worse. So if you got a little cut, you got to open up the wound, take the clothes back if underneath the clothes, whatever it is, so you can actually clean out that wound, mm-hmm. right? And so you can get healed. Yeah. That's what counseling does. Yeah. You open that up. If you can't figure something out, it's not nothing against us. We just disagree on We need a third party, someone with guidance and counseling. And I believe in Christian counseling. I believe in our pastor counseling us. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's who we should go first. Yeah. And then let us say, well, this is beyond me. I can't figure this out for y'all, right? <laughs> then, but that should be your first stop. First yeah. stop. You know, youth pastor, if you're, you know, if you're youth, right, whatever. But that's, um, but that's key, right? That's that's key for keeping the marriage and keeping you guys growth because it's going to be a growth, and life events make things change and we all change. But that is just key to stay connected and stay in the body of Christ. It's, it all goes down to the body of Christ, man. Is yeah. so y'all stay in the body of Christ? Mm-hmm. You're good. Yeah. Good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have that community and the people to yeah. lean on. Mm-hmm. You gotta trust the. I mean, trust the ordained pastors and ministers. Here, I always say, like, if your pastor is only your pastor in good times, then that collar. That's it. We've got pastors and ministers here, and our bishop that can guide through. So, you know, it's like you have to ask yourself, people. 
you you allow our ministers to guide you through the Holy Spirit, but you're not gonna let them help you to get to harmony within your household. Yeah. That's crazy. Mm. Yeah. That's crazy. And you and you tell people to come here and you don't use the resources here. Mm -hmm. That is nuts to me. Yeah. Like that's what they're. This is our family, and mm -hmm. we cannot be like if you're vulnerable. The same people that you expose yourself to, your vulnerabilities are going to pray for you mm -hmm. and guide you. So, yeah, mm -hmm. when people say they belong to a church, but they don't want to make their business, then I'm like, well, do you really believe in the church that you're going to? We, be we believe in God the Father. We believe the um, ordained bishop and pastors here in our family. Mm -hmm. And sometimes counseling is just dinner mm -hmm. with fellow saints that have a different experience from you, it can look like that yep. too. So yep. yeah, we definitely believe in utilizing the resources of the church. Somebody knows something here that can help you out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because the pastors, I mean, if any pastor has been a pastor for some period of time, they've seen a lot. Mm. And it's not like it's the first time, you know? And so that's the beautiful part. When you're vulnerable, you're like, oh, I had a cut before, you know? Oh, this is all you gotta do, right? You clean this off, you do this, you do that, mm -hmm. right? Same thing. Oh, you guys are arguing about, you know, um, you know where to shoot, put the shoes in, where, you know, by the bed or in the closet. Oh, just how you saw that, right? So, I mean, it's just, the experience there is just, it's amazing. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. It doesn't take that long to like, okay, I know what this is about. Okay, try this. Okay, thanks. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, simple. Mm -hmm. Yeah, true. Yeah. Just touching a little bit about what y'all said about like coming to church and actually using the resources we have here. That's it's kind of like showing up to the family reunion and not eating. Mm -hmm. It's like you go, you go come yeah. and get a plate because you're hungry. Yeah. yeah. So you go come and get coffee because you're hungry. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, yes, that's yes. that's that's one of the biggest things I think like us as a body to just rely on each other. Yeah. Because like because we've been talking about being a member, we've been talking about leaning on our brothers and sisters a lot recently, Pastor Stewart and his teachings, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. I think. Like doing that is, and actually going to one another is very impactful because that'll make us closer as a family, and that'll make us even a better body of Christ because none mm -hmm. of us are divided anymore. Everyone knows each other. Everyone like, you know, we're on the same page here, or we're on the same foundation. foundation. We're on the same foundation. We're on the same foundation. Yeah. Paperish thin. Yes. <laughs> yes. So I that word that right there that's the blessing right there for anyone who needed that. Yes. True. Clip it. Do whatever you guys need to do that. But y'all need to remember that one. Because yes. it's like the more the more I'm here, the more I'm around the saints. It's like I don't want to. I don't want to be with nobody else. I don't want to go to work. I don't want to deal with no clans. I don't want to be with y'all. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. church, it's like it's a shame we gotta leave one another. Yeah. Like every Sunday, it's a shame. It's yeah. Not, you know, people. It's sad how people view the church nowadays. But once you get in it and you get involved in it, it's ain't you right. don't want to get out it's no it's a yeah. it's a blessing when you, you give when you give and you serve yeah yeah you know when you, when you go from attending church to serving in church it's such a blessing mm -hmm. you get it's just a totally different level totally different elevation and a whole different connection right a lot of us come close because we've been serving in the church mm -hmm. we move chairs around together right mm -hmm. you know times. hundreds of times you know <laughs> what i mean we came times. to the church and go pick weeds about the garden or whatever it may be right you know you know whatever may be ushered together right we talked together right so when when the pipe bust that once and yeah. you're cleaning this bad, cleaning boy, this out. bad boy up right <laughs> yeah. shoveling snow and getting water out mm -hmm. 
In the cold. In the, in the cold. In the cold. In the cold. Yeah. By the front door. Church is cold and wet and snowing. But we've also celebrated a lot of wonderful things. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's not just all hard work. Work. We talked about how wonderful I mean, church is. And then start we've had great church anniversaries. Yeah. Yeah. We've yeah. gone Life to conferences. The Harvest Fest. We fasted together. We've had great communion services. 5.30 a.m. prayer, yeah. which has been a huge just, game changer. Yeah. I'm glad you, I'm glad you jumped yeah, in. Like, we just go down this rabbit hole. But those moments what helps us bond together because yeah. we came together to overcome something yeah that's so, right because we've seen right but that's where where the bond comes that's where the, that's where the unity comes from right i mean yeah. how do you make how do you make a sword it's got to be in heat yeah. right yeah oh, pure, yeah pure right heat is to get banged gotta get banged out right so i mean that the hardship when we come together doing hardship that's when you grow mm-hmm. that's when your faith grows yeah which is so which is a powerful thing but one thing i did want to say about marriage thing too mm-hmm. is find something y'all love to do together Mm-hmm. Whatever it could be, watching TV shows, could be whatever. Reading books, reading books, right? Reading books, right? Yeah. Just, like literally, seriously, yeah. like some of y'all can do together, teach together, whatever it is, you know. Usher together, I want to know whatever it is, y'all just kind of, yeah, yeah. I just like to just draw. Just, um, now we just draw, like we have a yeah. we have a mutual respect on how to yeah. how to get there. <laughs> oh, yeah. So God bless us. Yeah. But yeah, there's other things like that. But yeah, you gotta find something like. Yeah. We already got ours, this little house on the prairie. <laughs> that's y'all really? Thing? She got she me it. into it. Yeah, that's what I watched as a kid, man. That's what I watched all the time. There's a lot of great books there. Yeah. She liked a lot of old stuff, though. We talking yeah. 50s and 60s. That's my wife. 70s. Yeah. We just yeah. watch movies together. We be like, mm-hmm. Kiara, she not a, um, a, she not a um, love movie kind of person. Mm-hmm. Thank God for that. Because like, I, I only watch action. action. Yes. So That's we cool. like just today we was yeah. watching like the Tomorrow World with Chris Pratt. And like, we both was like talking Oh yeah, about I saw it. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah we were both yeah, talking yeah. about it, investing it. We watch movies all day long. Yeah. yeah. Like every time you see us, we like got a movie on. Yeah. Every time. Or we just like let's sit there and just listen to music and talk together. Mm-hmm. That's all we just sit there, listen to music and just talk. You know she didn't say Netflix and chill though. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> cut the, cut it off. Okay, okay. Cut it off. Come on, let me cut give off. a backstory. Whoa. So before we started, Auntie Joy didn't know what the term mean, so we had to explain what wow. Netflix and chill really? mean. Really? I wasn't here for that. You was in the bathroom. Okay. Yeah, I so thought bo- it meant literally like we're gonna have popcorn and watch movies. Oh, so everybody no. gets tired. No, it means it means intense fellowship. Okay. <laughs> that so. was just an excuse to never mind. Intense fellowship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't was... know that. I didn't know. I didn't know that neither. I found it out like so a couple months ago. That's when we found yeah. out. I didn't know that. So, so the way you said it, you saw like you did. Yeah. You a like, months, hey, I God. found out a couple months ago. We both did. Yeah. I was like, oh. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Aging oneself. Okay. You're aging. Yes. yes. But this has been a great episode. <laughs> I, I, I think this is a good time to. Yes. Not because you said that, but we've talked about a lot. This has been a great episode. I loved every I loved every part of it. I yes. love learning. I love listening. Like we need I wish we had more people like you guys so we just sit back and listen. Cause mm-hmm. we do a lot of talking, but it's good to just sit back and listen every once in a while. Mm-hmm. So I feel like y'all led both episodes of the podcast. Yes. And we I, I appreciated every minute of it. Thank you guys. Thank you guys you. did a great job. Gave us a yeah. lot of wisdom and we're grateful for it. Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. See, I I hope you weren't nervous, aren't you? 
And this is kind of a thing about like this is kind of like a date for us. Like the kids are here. That's why we got so much to say because we're telling everybody to leave. Get out. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, I was yeah. quite nervous at first. Yeah, because there's no kids to raise us for. Yeah, I, but yeah, I was quite nervous. You, you stopped recording, right? No, we still go. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was quite nervous at first, just because like I am, like when I'm around people, I can give that energy. But like I was kind of raised by myself, so I know how to stay by myself. So I thought this is kind of like how. <laughs> Like open, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, what is this gonna be like? Great thought, you know, but this was fun. <laughs> yes. yeah. I'm glad you guys had a lot of fun. I'm glad you were our first older adult guest that we had on the podcast because yes. we've been talking about it for months getting y'all on. Yeah, literally, yeah. like we need to get them to. Yes, like we was like, Brother Claude, Sister Joy has to get on this podcast because <laughs> mm-hmm. again, we talk about it every time we put a new episode out. Like you guys come talk to us first, yeah. like really. So we was we were very appreciative that you guys came on that you sacrificed a little bit of time of the four kids you guys have. <laughs> our pleasure, our pleasure. To be yes. on here. Hopefully, we have you again on. You know, the next go around, we start doing reruns with people. Yeah, and cameras. And, yeah, <laughs> but God bless you guys. Like truly, like I know coming here many years ago, you guys have. I mean, you guys were volunteers, and now you are young men, and you're a walk. That's why we're so encouraging and happy, because you guys have grown up in the church, and you are serving. Like, no one's making you. And so, of course, we want to be supportive. We love it. Like, this is for us. I'm like, okay, this is what the future looks like. There are a lot of good young people in this church, like young adults. Yeah. And that are still walking with the Lord, and it is so refreshing, and it is just beautiful. I brag about you guys all the time, all the time. So continue to, you know, keep up the good work. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Continue to walk in the Lord. It's one that one uh, I didn't get to. Well, I guess I'll say it now, but one of my foundational scriptures is Proverbs twenty two six, and the fact that you know, train with traveling the way they should go, right? You know that one, right? Mm-hmm. And just seeing how you guys are growing up in the church, and then all the other. Um, youth that's grown up in the church and where they are now, just it's just an amazing thing, right? Mm-hmm. It's just beautiful to see how you guys are growing up, right? And how the foundational stuff that's been going on, all the teachers that have been in college, Sunday school, all the pastors, bishops, everybody, all the elders that you guys have watched and poured into your life, small amounts or huge amounts, right? And how that's just raised you guys up to where you guys are today. Mm-hmm. Now, you shared your testimony first episode, and it's how that foundation, though, you did not part from the training. Yeah, you came back to the training, mm-hmm. and so I think this is awesome. That's, that's why we support support you guys on this Junior Deacon podcast. We think it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, so it's our pleasure being here. Thank you. Yeah. Good job, guys. And you guys did a great job pouring into us and raising us. So we're the result of you guys' hard work. So mm-hmm. yeah. take a village. Take a village. It does take a, a village. Yes, but it 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 took. Uh, Willie and Keisha and, and yeah. brother sister Martin for real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that will wrap up this episode. Yes. Yes. God bless. So like, share, comment. Please share this out with everyone you know. We all got the same pastor, so our pastor's gonna listen to this, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> and we will see you guys on the next episode. You think you wanna say? Nah. All right. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, praise <laughs> the Lord. We love you with the love of the Lord.